0: Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to Lips and now. That's L I B S Y N Ads.com. Welcome
1: to the Phoenix Sports. Podcast. This is the first time i am ever hosting this. It's <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, I'm with Shane, Leah, and Espo. We're doing a 2021 year in review. Uh, and as you know, we are we are presented by. Can we really by, applaud the twenty twenty one? And as you know, we're presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which is America's number one sportsbook app. So make sure you download it using promo code PHNX. You can uh, just put one dollar down on any NFL team to score, and you'll get a hundred dollars in free bets. Yeah, 2021 fun 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 time uh part two. and i know you know no, i know no, espo actually, tried to crap all over it already but yeah we should celebrate because we had three major teams get all the way to their championship games of their respective leagues which is probably more than any other calendar year that i can recall
2: okay if we're talking purely sports
1: yes we should celebrate jesus i, I don't know what episode you thought you were coming this, on to uh, this,
2: but my life didn't get good until september when we started this thing oh,
1: man no, i'm sorry wife and kid at home
2: <laughs>
1: i guess oh it was miserable
2: they <laughs> have with me constantly so yeah. it was
1: well before we before we get to our first uh, you know our first uh, athlete of the year if you can give me one thing about 2021 that you did like as yes, well i know it's going to be hard um what would that be shane uh just
3: the i went to a finals game i went to the western uh, western conference finals game just the atmosphere and how much this city embraces i want i don't want to say a winning team because that sounds fair weather but just the the, the valley sports because it wasn't like like i've seen i've been to i've been to fenway i've been to like a bunch of different sports cities and gone to those but it, it was so special to not only see your own city representing but also the way they did it it, w- it felt different and um it, they phoenix sports fans are just very nice and i really i really enjoyed the atmosphere that they brought so i'd say just how this city came together during such a hard couple years, but a really special couple years for this, uh, for the sports. Awesome.
1: Teams. Yeah. Let's keep these comments at 30, to 30 seconds to a minute. Like we had previously discussed All the seconds. show notes were important.
0: seconds. <laughs> Go ahead, Leah. Just my highlight of 2021. Yeah.
1: Whatever it was. Um, yeah.
0: When you called me on the phone and said, we're launching a sports <laughs> network. Do you want to be a part of it?
1: That's pretty cool.
0: There was my 10 seconds or less.
1: Oh, That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> said to make up for Shane's two to, minutes. Yeah. That was <laughs> <ahead>. 55 seconds. <laughs> How about you, well? Would, would you like me to uh, yes. uh I it's
2: it's between two but I I think the one that stands out most is is my family and a few friends going in together to buy me a ticket to the finals. You know, it was astronomical. I mean, they spent way too much to get me in in that building for for game 2, but it meant the world to me that they uh that they went out and and did that. For me, it made what was already a special moment in terms of, of sports here in town that much more uh, impactful for me, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, those are all great things, and, and Leah. I, I normally in a, in any other year, I would agree with with what you said about launching this tremendous uh, company. Um, but personally, obviously, I got married a couple of weeks ago, and that was pretty epic. Um, so, uh, and, and I, I'm not sugarcoating it; it was pretty epic at Disney World. So, uh, <laughs> that's what my major takeaway from 2021 was, uh, despite the fact that my wedding was epic. Another team that was not so epic this year was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, And we will bring in Derek Montia. He is the one that is in charge of our D-backs podcast. Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us.
4: Thank you. Saul, by the way, your wedding was my favorite moment of (laughs) 2021.
1: Thank you. I will will make sure to pass on the word. Um, Derek, who was the one standout in 2021 in your eyes for the D-backs?
4: Well, it, it's hard. There were moments, but there were inconsistencies across the board with this team. It's why they ended up uh, in the position they were in. Uh, I, I wanted to give an honorable mention to Merrill Kelly, even though his numbers don't reflect it. He was consistently solid for this team uh, throughout the season. But uh, the the best player on this team, best athlete on this team this year, uh, like it, like he has been in the past, is Cattell Marte. Uh, Cattell started in only ninety games, so barely barely played half of the games this season, but you know he still hit three eighteen, which is what he does every season. He's gonna hit three twenty uh, and still came through with the you know best offensive numbers on the team, struggled to stay healthy with his hamstring injuries throughout the season, um but still just an incredibly consistent player that uh, you know is is kind of left to not have the great numbers he could have because he's not exactly surrounded by a great team. Also, the injuries really killed his season as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the in, I mean, the injuries killed uh, a lot of seasons for a lot of players on the D backs oh, yeah. this season, unfortunately. <laughs> and Catel Marte obviously is struggling for them. Derek, thank you so much for joining us and and spreading no problem, the, the, the the good cheer. <laughs> today.
4: I'm going to I'm going to go back into the witness protection program. Yeah. yeah those, uh, in the dark We're hoping void. he's not
1: kidnapped. Uh, we did not kidnap him, so. Uh,
2: I thought that was just I a got depression. Okay. Uh, Diamondbacks fan. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the outlook. Hello darkness, I'm, my MLB old season. friend. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Derek. Bye, mayor. All sure, right. Sure. Well, the mayor of PHNX, the self-proclaimed mayor of PHNX, <laughs> I should say, uh joining us there. Uh, and, yeah, you know, we could we could sit here and, and dwell on the negative. But I am glad that we were able to point out some of the positives. And we do actually have another positive coming up here soon. Um, but before we get to our U of A guy, uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to have a list of, uh, we're going to unroll, un- or unveil, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: it's
3: unroll. really
1: long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: say <laughs> hand me
1: the scroll. We're going <laughs> to unveil the top five moments for Phoenix <laughs> Sports or Arizona sports fans this year. And we're going to start with number five. Phil Mickelson. Biggest moment of a legendary career. Phil defeats Father Time. Okay. Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship this year uh, for ASU peeps. Obviously, he's a he's a homer, but uh, Phil Mickelson defeating Father Time, as as Jim Nance said, and, and pretty as, cool moment.
2: As we all know, Father Time, the best PGA golfer right now. <laughs> so uh, a big victory for Phil.
3: Phil's just so cool. Like uh, everything he does, the the. Him being left-handed makes the game so much more fun because he can do (laughs) weird things and and he turns the club around, gets out of crazy situations. I think the most fun part is how he shoots himself into these situations, though. You know, he'll he'll have an awful drive, go off right, and he'll say a couple expletives and then make a miraculous shot to get right back in. I I love everything about Phil, and it was really cool to see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
2: His 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 online game too. Uh, he is one of the funniest guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, that some of his videos and and things. I mean that I liked Phil before, but he has become even a bigger star in my mind because of some of that stuff.
1: It is the beauty of social media. Is that well, that is the uh, aspect of social media that is beautiful. Is that you get to see more about these players mm-hmm. and off off the field or you know off the court or whatever, and it's and it's pretty awesome. So, um, let's bring in Mike Luke. For our Arizona, he's uh, he's the host of our AZ Wildcats podcast. Mike, what's cracking, buddy?
5: What's going on, guys? Been listening to, you and uh, I see the Phil Mickelson love. It's all right. There you go. Well, <laughs> ASU,
1: we're going to give you a chance to to share some some love and give us your Arizona Wildcats player of the year.
5: You know, it's funny when you messaged me yesterday. I was thinking, and I'm like, who is it? And then it took me about five minutes, and I'm like, it's Ari McDonald. And Ari McDonald really, I think, is the – she was really the centerpiece of turning Arizona women's basketball into a national brand again. And I think that that's what's exciting for people down in Tucson is that you're used to having this – you know, having this – you know, this – a juggernaut men's basketball entity but let's be honest here over the last couple years it's really been the women's basketball team that has taken the cake here and she's the main reason why because she was the best player in the country last year i know that she didn't win that award but you know watching it, she certainly has appeared to be the best player. And she was able, to, she was the one that was able to push Arizona, the program from being good into being a top 10 program. And they haven't looked back since. I mean, you can't really speak enough, highly enough of how she's done for this program.
1: I mean, they're the number four team in the country this year. Yeah. Uh, as we wrap up 2021, they feel like they haven't played for like a month because of COVID. <laughs> um, but uh, nonetheless, Ari McDonald and her emergence as one of the best players in the country, and then subsequent number three draft pick uh, in Atlanta, uh, one of the bigger stories this this year.
2: Yeah, I think Adia Barnes <laughs> obviously deserves a tip of the hat as well for what she's been able to to do with that program down in Tucson. But that was a hell of a moment. I, I you know, I, you saw a lot of people, not only in Tucson but up here in the valley, embrace that run and really have fun with it. And they came so damn close to to cutting the nets down too. It was it was a heck of a run.
3: Yeah, as a ASU guy, I still had so much fun watching that Final Four. Um, and it, that team just played with so much swagger and emotion I was that was one of my favorite
1: women's college basketball moments by far Leah you're a U of A grad, yes, I am. and uh, I know you were there during the dark days of women's basketball <laughs> yes. uh, what were your thoughts overall it was
0: just so great to to as a U of A alum to have a team have that level of success and like you have all said j- just have everyone rally behind the team and I've never, you know, watched a women's basketball game as closely as I did to that final game. And just to see all the love on social media, like just to see women's sports have success like that was really awesome for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
5: And
0: I, th-
5: and I think that's what's kind of transcendent about it to pick up on Leah's port- point there is that, you know, Arizona women's basketball is a big thing in this town now. I mean, you go and there's 8,000, 10,000 people there. I know things are a little bit different now because of COVID, but that program – with Adia Barnes and Ari McDonald spearheading it, it has certainly captured the imagination of the city, and they haven't looked back since then. So to me, after I thought about it, I'm like, it's Ari McDonald, and then there's basically everybody else
1: from an athletic perspective. Absolutely. Well, Mike, we appreciate your time and sharing the love for U of A and, and Tucson in general and, uh, and and really passing on everything about Aerie McDonald because she was, by and large, I would say she was probably one of the top figures in, in Arizona sports this year, just in total, not just the U of A as well.
5: Nobody did more for back in the A this past year, that's for sure. Yeah. Are we still back in the A, Mike? Oh, yeah, we're always back in the A. We're always back in the A here. <laughs> I, I was out last week, and I backed the A on
3: accident.
5: <laughs> Jane, I appreciate it. It's contagious, my man.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All
5: right, appreciate you guys.
1: All right, that's Mike Luke. He's the host of the AZ Wildcats podcast. So if you get a chance, please subscribe there. Uh, but overall, I mean, that that run was was spectacular. So awesome. And before we get to the Cardinals, you know, let's just kind of recap a little bit about, you know, PHNX in, 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 in general. I know the 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 name PHNX probably lends itself to Phoenix. Yeah. And you think maybe it's just Phoenix only, but we're not. We're Arizona. We just use these as kind of like a call sign, uh, in, you know, to try and bring you in. And so Tucson being a vital part of what we do here as well. I mean, Mike's done a tremendous job Mm. with that podcast in general. He's had tons of uh, interviews, athletes, coaches come on to the show. I love his show. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. The
3: the one thing that I don't understand about uh, Arizona college fans is not backing the pack. And so when U of A was making that run, even though there was Stanford in the final four, right? Mm-hmm. they played. It, it, whoever was winning that game, I was going to cheer for in the natty. And some people wanted U of A to lose after that uh, as, as an ASU fan. I just don't understand that. Like, I was so bought in to this U of A team. Maybe it's because I liked how they play. But you want the pack to win. I, that's what yeah, I never you know,
1: got. You know, I, th- I think there's a, there's a healthy mix of that, yeah. right? But I would agree. Like, for instance, earlier this year when ASU was on a good roll, mm-hmm. I was sitting there thinking – Please, 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 please do something and and actually come, you know, actually reach your expectations and go to the Rose Bowl or more importantly, I, I don't think the Rose Bowl, I would have cheered for them, but I mm-hmm. would say if they got to the college football playoff, yeah, I sure. absolutely would have yeah, because I want to see these local teams succeed. Exactly. They just can't succeed against my school.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, you have to let the rivalry go in, in that kind of a case when it's a national championship on the line and your team really wasn't in, in the way of uh, of that school, I think you let it go. For you sure. Except, hey, you know what, this is fun, this is good for for everybody in Arizona and, and Arizona athletics, so uh, so cheer for them.
0: You know? Yeah, I 100% agree, and I think also just, again, as a U of A alum, like just to see success, the last time I felt that same level of excitement was – my freshman year, when the men's basketball team made it to the Elite Eight, <sighs> and I'll never forgive Frank Kaminsky. I know you love yeah. him, Espo, but yeah, it still hurts. that you know, so just to feel that same joy, it's just incredible. Like you know, we're all Arizona sports fans, but. When your college team, like where you went to school, like that's in, that's with you forever. You mm-hmm. can move to different cities and adopt different teams, but your college team is forever. And I, th- I think it's fantastic. One
1: of the things that, uh, you know, I always tease Espo about because he has a tendency to, to dwell on, you know, he, he has PTSD, right? From Arizona sports Espo? of the past. <laughs> yeah. And so like sometimes, you know, like when things don't look as great as they could, it's like the sky's falling sometimes mm-hmm. and and i think every all of us kind of experience that from time to time and it's always good to remind yourself like hey when the going is go- going good or when the getting is going good or whatever oh. the, or whatever <laughs> um, you know what I mean? nice when drive, the, the going when when the going gets good when the going gets tough the tough get going there you know, go okay well anyway I don't think that's when what things you're are good. looking up when things are looking <laughs> up let's 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 embrace that let's enjoy yeah. Yeah. the moment exactly. you know i always say put a little relish on your hot dog uh, my, because we my gotta dog is it.
2: without relish without ketchup four championship chances this year <laughs> oh for
0: that's <sighs> hey, all i'm saying I, it only takes one
3: we we just like to embrace greg the game is over in the first first quarter esposito <laughs> yes <laughs> yes. This yes this is, is very true. it's good. 16 yeah. to 12 it's gonna be a long <laughs> yeah yeah
1: absolutely well a team that's kind of been the epitome of both, I would say. They've started off fantastic at seven to zero, and of late maybe struggled a little bit as the Arizona Cardinals. And we're bringing in Johnny Venerable oh. to talk about the <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. That's Shane's favorite guy. What's up, Johnny?
6: What's up? Folks, thanks for having me on. I'm going to say gentlemen, but Leah's on the show giving it some class. So thanks for having me on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Well, Johnny, uh, you know, we could could go a myriad of different ways in terms of your player of the year for the Cardinals. But who did you choose?
6: Yeah, I mean, if you were to ask me before the season, I, I would have wanted to come on here and say Kyler Murray. Because that means that I think that they're a Super Bowl contender. Right now they're not. And that's in part because Kyler Murray is not playing great football. So, unfortunately, I can't say Tyler Murray. I would want to. I can't. Um, the best player on this team from start to finish is safety Buda Baker. And that's not because, also, he's probably their best overall player leading into this season. I mean, he's got four Pro Bowls in five years. He was an All-Pro last year. He's going to be an All-Pro this year. But, man, you just you watch that Sunday night game against Indianapolis, and he is one of few players, no matter it's a primetime game uh, a ten o'clock kickoff. He is ready to instill pain on the other team, and he is ready to perform at the highest of standards. And that's why I think we all love him, right? Because at the end of the day, even against you know the Detroits of the world and their their recent losses, their stretch of not great football, Buda Baker, number three, has been there performing. I mean, he has sacked Saturday night. He's got an interception this year. Um, he's top ten in the team in tackles. The secondary. In my opinion, is one of the biggest surprises of this year in terms of how they played, and even with you know losses of Robert Alford and now Marco Wilson, I still have confidence in that unit because of Buddha Baker. He is somebody, he's carried the baton, so to speak, of the great safeties that we've had. Dawn the red and white, of course, with Adrian Wilson, and now Buddha is that next in line. Tyron Matthew mixed in there. I just, I think, to me. When people think of this franchise, of course they think Kyler Murray first, but I mean, Buda Baker has a chance to to be a Hall of Fame player in the long term.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong about that. That's for sure, and and I agree with the consistency aspect of this, and I think that's what you were alluding to is just Kyler's been inconsistent, and you know they yeah. they have huge games coming up this week against the the Cowboys, and as we know, they have clinched a playoff spot, so you never know what could change in the playoffs. Espo, you had talked about, you know, you actually made the post on our social about when they did clinch the playoff spot about, you know, all it all all it takes is getting in a reminder of the 2008 team. um, You know, what are your thoughts about the Cardinals chances as we move forward?
2: Well, look, I mean, that 2008 team was called the worst team to ever make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had gotten their asses handed to them in New England uh, towards the end of the year. They slid backwards kind of into a playoff spot like this team, and they found a way to uh, have that magical run. Now, they have games at home. I don't know that this Cardinals team is going to find their way into into home games, but there's talent there, and it's just going to take them finding that confidence again. I said it last night to Johnny on the Cardinals show. If they hadn't lost that Detroit game, things don't look this bad. Detroit's why this Mm -hmm. looks as awful as it did, because it felt like the same old Cardinals. So I still think there's a lot, of, a lot of opportunity here. I agree that Buddha's the player of the year. Uh, Maybe an Andy Lee. I mean, I didn't know holding was as important as it was until <laughs> we saw the Colts game. Uh, but, uh, but look, if they get right in Dallas this weekend,
1: everybody's going to be singing a different tune. Leah, you, know, you, you host the Coyotes podcast. Obviously winning <laughs> is not a very big factor over there. When you watch the Cardinals and you see their demeanor, How's it different from what the Coyotes are going through?
0: I think the Coyotes expected this and to see the Cardinals go through what they're going through, it's like a huge disappointment to the fans because Coyotes, it's like the bar is on the floor. So anything above that (laughs) is great. But for the Cardinals, the way they started off the season, the bar was high and how they've been performing the last few weeks has been not up to the standard of um, Cardinals fans. So... Honestly, it might be a little bit easier to be a Coyotes fan right now, which is crazy to say. (laughs) Um, But I just think there's a little bit more hope right now um, for Coyotes fans versus Cardinals fans. And I think, you know, maybe I don't know what's going on in the Cardinals locker room, but, you know, they just have to kind of regroup and get back to whatever they were doing early on in the season. Johnny,
1: before we let you go, yes or no, the Cardinals will win. Or at least cover the spread in Dallas this weekend.
6: Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think they're going to do either. Uh, <laughs> I want them to. Uh, I told Shannon bets just a little bit ago. I would. I would hammer five and a half for Dallas right now. Just a plethora of weapons. I got to see it to believe it with this team right now. I want to be pleasantly surprised. While Cheers to and I are in Dallas for that game. I want. We all want them to play well, but I also can't you know, hide the fact that this team has let us down each of the past three weeks. And just kind of to go full circle here with Buda Baker, so we've talked about it before, like this Cardinal team, they don't have enough dogs on the team. I hate the term swagger, but like that's missing right now. And until they get that back, and it starts with number one in their head coach, until that returns, and you can count on upwards of, you know, 10 to 20 players on the roster to roll into a stadium and expect to win, they just to me look like a very soft finesse team right now. doesn't mean it has to stay that way, but, but man, after what Dallas just did to Washington last weekend, I don't know how you pick against them.
1: Absolutely. Johnny, thank you so much for your insight and uh, for uh, joining us today.
6: Oh, you little stinker, <laughs> thanks. Uh, check us out PHNX Cardinals live this afternoon, 3 p.m. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Johnny, the ultimate salesman, uh, always plugging in the show, which is great stuff. Uh, also host of our best show, along with Shane, co-host. right here, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> co-host, my bad, co host, my co host. Uh, and speaking of which, football fans, I'm sure we all love an action packed, high scoring NFL game, but with the latest no brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be able to. Once uh, you'll be a winner, once a single point scored new customers who bet just $1 on any team to score uh, can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple DraftKings sports, but customers can also get skin in the game with the new same game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And as a reminder, 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right. Well, that's a lot. Also, nine innings is a lot. Let's go to our number four highlight of the year. One Mr. Tyler Gilbert throwing it. Center field. Marte. it's a no-hitter. Pretty cool moment for a team that really struggled this year. Uh, you love to see it, right? Sounded
2: like
3: there was some crowd
1: there. <laughs> there was a crowd there, yeah, right? What? That was pumped in. Oh, yeah, uh, COVID. No. <laughs> I mean, it was still a pretty cool moment for a team. For that, sure. That was desperate for a cool moment, for sure. I,
2: I do love that we found the four by three video of it, too. That's always impressive when you get the black bar. So <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we yeah. had that. Hey, uh,
3: look, I mean, we have again, bu- once again, Espoo is <laughs> <you know>, <laughs> always <laughs> a great, bringing the always, positivity like, Always. Great no hitter, a feat that. Nobody accomplishes, but however, do you see the black bars? Yeah,
1: you know what I mean? Like, Honestly, it
2: was the D-backs. It was the one bright spot that they had this year, uh, and it was a hell of a one. I mean, technically they had two no-hitters, but MLB is so screwed up that if you pitched an entire game and it was a no-hitter, but it was only seven innings, somehow it's not a no-hitter. Fucking baseball. But... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but this was a no hitter and it was spectacular so it was it, it deserved to be in the top five
1: i mean i no hitter still a no hitter I, I agree with you but it is seven innings and i mean most of the time when we see no hitters get broken up it's, it's always the eighth or the ninth inning so he it's couldn't like,
2: pitch the eighth <laughs> or the ninth there was no eighth or ninth
1: just saying oh god stupid fucking <laughs> anyway, Tyler Gilbert, congratulations on your feet. That was a pretty cool moment this second. year. Um, and we might as well go right back to you, uh, Espo. We, you would not only have one, but you have two uh, athletes of yeah, the year that you have I, to pick for the Suns and the Mercury.
2: I break the rules when I when I show up. so <laughs> look, for the Suns, it's a no-brainer. There's There's one name that when you look at how that team transformed and what they did, it, it, if you're looking on the court, it's one guy and it's Chris Paul. Chris Paul deserves all the praise for uh, what the Suns did. He was an all-star, had you know, fantastic stats for his age at 36, wound up leading them to the finals. And you saw his impact on DeAndre Ayton, on Devin Booker, on the mentality of this entire team. They don't make the finals if Chris Paul doesn't go, you know what, I want to go play in Phoenix. Because that's the other thing. He made the choice. He told OKC, this is where I want to go because Sam Presti there had enough respect for him that he said, I'm going to deal you to somewhere you want to play. And Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards of all time. I was going to say point gods of all time. (laughs) Our Uh, (laughs) gods. One of the the best songs we have here. Point god is
1: an awesome god. But
2: uh, when you look at it, there's no denying that he was the reason that they... That they had that dramatic shift franchise-wise. Yes, Monty Williams, James <clears throat> Jones, Devin Booker—you know—all have massive impacts. But Chris Paul comes and it shifts the mindset. It shifts the respect around the league, and they found a way to get all the way to the finals and and come very close to winning it all. So Chris Paul is definitely the uh, the man this year. And on the Mercury side, you know, a lot of love goes to DT, but I think the unsung hero. For this team and has been for a while now is
1: Brittany Griner,
2: mm-hmm. the most big, dominant big woman in, in the league. <laughs> you say the most biggest woman ever, The biggest <laughs> which woman is not ever a ever lie. Ever. She's, pretty, most she's dominant, pretty tall. Uh, the most dominant center uh, or power forward in league history. She does things that no other woman has accomplished in the league. Uh, she had uh, huge stats this year. She wins a gold medal with Team USA. She helps lead the Mercury to the finals after uh after nobody really expected them to get there and they had a hard road uh to get there it, they also looked like they were going to win it and had a little bit of a backslide but she was spectacular and again i don't think she gets the the attention or praise that she des- deserves because she is one of the best of all time that league's ever seen and and is the only the, the only woman that has really brought that next-level excitement with those dunks early on in her career that we hadn't seen Mm -hmm. that brought a different kind of fan to the
1: game uh, with all that. So
2: I I can't say enough good things about Brittany Griner.
1: I mean, the thing that people forget about is that Brittany Griner didn't even play last year. Mm -hmm. She she participated in the bubble for a short period of time, and then she left, and she didn't come back. So the Mercury did everything without her last year. So to take basically a year off and then come back and she was such a vital part of that team. A lot of those games in the playoffs, were they were in those games because she had kept them in them in the first half or through three quarters. And then DT and Skyler would would do their thing. Or Sophie Cunningham, actually. we mm-hmm. yeah. uh, can't forget about her. She had a phenomenal first game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's terrific. So we go from one end of the, of the pendulum and reaching success. And I'm sorry, Leah, but now we're going to the other it's end okay. of the okay. We have a great. Tune. <laughs> this is true. Probably one of the best attitudes for any team in, in this building, for sure.
2: I can't wait for the
1: the bar is the floor shirt. That we're Yes, the bar, the, the, the
2: bar yes. is the floor. The bar is the floor. <laughs> the bar is the floor. Bar down. Bar, bar down. down. There you, bar go. Down.
1: Yeah, here, here you go. Bar down. There you're on. the Coyotes host. You've been watching this team all season long and Sadly. really even last season as well. So this yes. is a 2021 yes. uh category, not just 20. 21-22 yes. season so yes. who is your coyote So this idea? one
0: was hard because if you looked at just last season it would have been one person if you looked at this season it would be another but looking at the the calendar year as a whole the player who led the team in points was Phil Kessel actually which is ironic because he's probably not going to end this season as a coyote but he has been one all of 2021 um, so Phil Kessel is for me, the Coyotes' player of the year led the team this in the calendar year 2021 with six. I feel like points. that's going
1: to be a little controversial, yeah.
0: Yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, but another, okay. but another <clears throat> cool thing about Phil Kessel is he's third in the NHL all time for Iron Man streak. Mm-hmm. So he has played, I think, 930 consecutive games in the NHL. It's the scariest streak. Which ever. is insane, and I think that's worth noting too. But it is funny because when I thought about this I conferred with Craig and Petey because I tried to get their two cents Craig actually said he thinks Connor Garland would be the Coyotes player of the year which is funny because he's not even on the team this year but I think that's a good point and that would be like my runner up probably because when he was traded that trade hit the Coyotes fans the hardest I mean the Coyotes traded away their captain this year and that did not Hit Coyotes no. fans yeah. as hard as Connor Garland getting traded. So, because Connor,
1: Connor Garland actually does something on the ice, he yeah. tries so hard, too. yeah, tries yeah.
0: hard, loves the game. Um, but he, but yeah, so he made an impact on the stat sheet, he made an impact in, in the team's emotions, and for connected well with fans. So, statistically, Phil Kessel was the best player. Um, but looking from an emotional perspective, you can make the argument for uh, Connor Garland. Connor
3: Garland is like the not from leadership aspect, but from just pure annoyance, the Chris Paul of this team, the last year he was. He was always getting hit the hardest because of how much he'd pissed the other players off, and him being traded was like your favorite restaurant canceling your favorite food item. Like I was so mad at the Coyotes. I didn't want to watch hockey for a while, but now it's just so funny to watch and have a new play- favorite player. Phil Kessel, deserves,
2: Phil Kessel deserves some props, too, for the maternity photo shoot. Yes. It, uh, <laughs> How about when he sold
0: his house in Pittsburgh with, like, the single seat in the movie theater room, <laughs> the giant movie uh, theater room? So, yeah, he's, he's a character. Like he's
1: a character. <laughs> he a character. He is a character. I wish he would talk a little bit more. He yeah. doesn't really like to talk to the media so much. But, you know, DT likes to talk to the media mm-hmm. a lot. You got her on your shirt. That's a pretty mm-hmm. dope shirt. Greatest of all time. And that leads us to our number three. Uh, highlight of the year: Diana Taurasi in Game Five of the Western Con- or of the Conference Semifinals.
5: Taurasi a three for the lead. You bet. Diana Taurasi delivering
2: on full ends.
3: She's so fucking cool. <laughs> there,
2: there is nothing better than when DT's on and yeah. she's fired up. Oh yeah. Like there is no athlete. I, I don't care across the spectrum of athletes that have ever played here that that it's quite like that.
1: Diane, if you're watching this at any point in time, you're always more than welcome to come to our show. <laughs> we will even have replacement doors for you just in case you want to kick another one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, and not only that shot, but her performance in the finals um, and just the, the entire playoffs in general, when she'd get hot, it...
2: Uh, was, it,
3: nothing's more fun to watch than that. Thirty
2: six, she I dropped thirty nine points. She hit her career high in the playoffs when she was thirty six years old. That's insane.
1: The best part about that is she dropped that that three, sent the aces packing, and then flew home right away to watch the birth of their daughter. uh That that very that next night at like two yeah. or three o'clock in the morning, and then got had to get ready to go just a day later to play in game one of the WNBA Finals, the which... The
3: post-game interview. I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: good. You're just so, so good. awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, DT is fantastic. I'm a U of A guy, but <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm biased to the ASU, uh, you know, the success that they have because their success is your success, Are Shane. Are you patronizing me? I am not. Yeah. <laughs> so who is your Sun Devil of the Year? Because there's a lot to choose from. You're talking about women's and men's golf that, that reached a pretty high mm-hmm. point. Football, uh, you know, they had up and down seasons, but individual guys had some pretty fantastic, um, you know, numbers. Basketball, yeah, um, mm-hmm. You know, women's basketball made the tournament. You know, mm-hmm. so who is the one that you picked? It, it,
3: to me, there's no person that impacted their team more individually than three. It's Rashad White. He, The amount of times this man... Bailed ASU out single-handedly. The Washington game you're looking at. There were so many situations where this team had nothing going offensively. Jaden Daniels' deep ball that he's usually on point was just off this year for some reason. The receiving core, they didn't have a guy. Their defense would sometimes just get into a funk mid-game. And you'd look at three and be like, help me. Please (laughs) help me. And he would. I mean, you saw those stats, 1,000 rushing yards, over 450 receiving yards, and 11 touchdowns on on just this season alone. He was incredible for this team, and he's going to be missed so much. And tomorrow night, you're going to get to see what ASU football is going to look like next year because for the most part, Um, most players that won't be here next year with the exceptions of guys like Tyler Johnson are opting out of the game. So you're going to see Jaden Daniels and Daniel Ngata, which is going to be the one-two next year. It seems like Herm's going to be coaching for his life essentially next year. Um, So I'm excited to see this team, what it's going to look like without Rashad White. And I can guarantee you that um, Sun Devil fans are not go- are not going to be happy um, with three not on the field because I Wisconsin has the best defense in the nation and it's just gonna be bad.
2: It, it feels like three is the magic number today. Right? We got Buda Baker, Chris Paul. We talked DT. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Rashad. Like a lot of a lot of number threes having successful years in twenty twenty one. It's a Good number. I mean, three is a good
1: number. Third time's always a charm.
0: Except for when it comes to attempts at championships in the year 2021 for Arizona <laughs> Sports Team. Well, we or have four. Win, there's four yeah, sure. the, yeah, Rattlers,
1: the Rattlers. We can't forget about the Rattlers. You know, they, they, they. you know.
0: Well, if
2: you count U of A basketball, it's five. U of A women's basketball, it's mm.
1: five. There are five chances, right? I thought that was the fourth. No. Mercury, don't. Suns, uh, Rattlers, and women's basketball.
2: Oh, okay. I miscounted. I, I threw in an extra chance cardinals but that'll be in 2022 so
1: that's about being positive look at that i don't know what to do with that yeah uh well i counter your sun devils with the number two overall highlight of the year my arizona women's basketball team
5: arizona Baptiste back in mcdonald mcdonald quickly into the front court she wants to go and that's why through the lane mcdonald stops on a dime banks it in here she comes off the Yankee screen. A great look it is good. It's a one point
1: game. Oh God, it hurts so much when they lose <laughs> by one in the national championship game. It's no different than Paxson and it's no different than uh, Santonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone. It's just, uh, I'd rather just get blown out. And that's what, that's what made me feel, uh, you know, I could reflect on the season for the Suns and feel okay about the way things worked out, yes, they were up 2-0, but Giannis was on another level mm-hmm. in those four games. Like, okay, Candace Parker and company um, with the Chicago Sky, I still feel like the the Merc had a chance there, but they played sloppy and Chicago beat them. Like, But they pulled away late, yeah. right? This one, oh, crushing. just right there, right there. See, seriously, I can't eat Greek yogurt
2: because I'm so mad about the Suns Championship in Yamas oh still, right? He's like, so
1: full of it, I swear. Like,
2: <laughs> I can't I can't watch Full House with John Stamos. I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, like, he's a like, I just, but I you watch
3: Seinfeld.
1: No, I won't. Oh, okay. All right.
3: My brain has blocked out the finals. Like, I literally, when people are like, Giannis was incredible. I'm like, yeah, I remember that he was, but I don't remember anything. Like, I just, I,
1: it's gone. I remember those first two games. It was
2: great. I don't know what happened after that. It, I, COVID
1: canceled yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but, Leah, if 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 the Coyotes made it to the, to the finals, I think you'd remember every play of that, so, of that final. The
0: Coyotes' last successful season was 2012 when they made it to the Western Conference Finals, and I still remember everything about yeah, I, that. I, that was nine years ago. Yeah, that exactly. was the Kings, right? Yes, they yeah. lost oh to the my Kings.
1: God, Drew Kings. Oh, I,
0: I still was man. expecting
2: Lee to go. I was nine then, and I remember everything. I was sixteen.
1: About it. God, so I mean, sometimes I, you just gotta enjoy the moment. You gotta enjoy the I moment. Enjoy Fun. No, like I, all, all the these, did, all these runs were so fun like even in the losses they were so much fun yeah. yes i'm
3: not saying i didn't enjoy it i'm saying it was it was so in, emotionally intense that my brain has it it doesn't remember anything
0: but i think that's the coolest thing about sports is mm-hmm. that you can feel that way like yeah. that something yeah. outside of yourself can like allow you to feel those emotions yeah it's it, crazy it's that, such a cool feeling
2: that's what the sun's run did we, we were coming out of not seeing people yeah yeah i yeah. Mean, I think back to that and like those finals were the first time a lot of us actually ventured out because we had just gotten a second dose of the vaccine. It was like, okay, I feel a little bit more comfortable to be yeah. in these major crowds through that playoff run. And so it felt even more because of that, right? Like you felt like, yeah. wow, I'm back in my community. I'm back. Yeah. A part of something that meant so damn much to me and and it's finally really back. Yeah. Like it's it's great to to do it online obviously, but just being in that in mm-hmm. that moment and feeling that energy, you're right, there's nothing like that. That sports is the common language that it doesn't matter, you know, any of the factors that tear us so much apart right now. Sports when you're in that arena, you know, 18,000 strong and you're one voice. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like that. And that's that
1: the anymore. one thing about phnx is we talked about it a million times is that you know we're 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 here to build a community of sports fans like and this is the one area where you know what your your biases aside or your politics or whatever you believe in like we can all root for the same team exactly. you know what i'm saying and, and that's that's the beauty of sports you know even, is that
3: even in the losses I remember yeah game five i went to the game
1: and i went to
3: meet my friends at a bar and i made one of my best friends that was bartending that night because I was so enveloped in these sad emotions because they had just gone down 3-1. Tommy, I love you, man. There you go. <laughs> Rock bar for life.
1: Well, before we get to the team of the year, um, we are going to announce the player of the year. And uh, selfishly, I was the one that picked this and the team a,
2: a huge a huge uh, voting group put yes.
1: together this yes. scientifically yes, spoiler yes. it's well,
0: not the coyotes yeah, i know everyone pushed, is shocked
1: i know I we we do have an honorable mention uh, and it is the well is this the player no oh. no, no okay uh <laughs> we do have an honorable mention in terms of uh, a moment of the year and that would be the coyotes seven straight games against the blues yes uh but uh nobody cares about that anymore our <laughs> hey, player of the year our player, player of the year is chris paul he is our player of the year sorry I choked <laughs> on my own <laughs> so I got choked up. so emotional
2: i'm so glad that <laughs> I didn't know who your player of the year was, but it aligned with the son of the year because that would have been really bad if we weren't on the same page. Yeah, well, you
1: know? I was going to pick Devin Booker just to spite you, but I, <laughs> I, chose, I chose otherwise. Chris Paul, obviously the biggest impact of any team um, here in the Valley. Uh, you could go with anybody from the Mercury, maybe DT or, or, or Griner, but in terms of a single impact player who took a, who took a franchise that was – you know, really reveling in mediocrity mm-hmm. um, all the way to the NBA finals. It was it was quite the feat. Ari McDonald was pretty close because of what she mm-hmm. did for the for an Arizona women's basketball program that had never been past the Sweet 16 cool and hadn't yeah. been to the Sweet 16 since, like, I think it was, like, uh, two, uh, 1996 when their own head coach, uh, coach, Adia Barnes, was there. But Chris Paul, for the Valley's original franchise, I just thought on a much bigger scale, um, it meant more to the city, uh, to the state of Arizona. So, Chris Paul is our player. Of I the wish year. there
3: was a plus minus for technicals, like how many he's made other players get compared to oh, how many.
2: Know, right? yeah. He would He'd be lead. high in the Pat plus. Bev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Any, any dispute about that? If there's anybody else you would like to throw in, who would it be and why? I, I, I,
3: we've never seen anything like this. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's close. I think, as you said, it, it's the pure uplifting of a franchise, like truly by one player. Um, and you see what he does does to other franchises. Their win loss compared to the year that the year after he joins, it's incredible. I don't think it's close. I think it's Chris Paul.
1: Yeah,
0: no, I agree. It has to be. You know, I
2: could, I could see where maybe you could make a slight argument that DeAndre Ayton in this calendar year taking the giant leap, mm-hmm. having the huge playoffs, uh, even though he didn't get his extension, coming in and being a professional and not losing his crap on everybody, you know, and then and playing well into this season and at an all-star level that you might be able to, to make that argument. But that's if you don't look at the cultural impact that Chris Paul mm-hmm. had on changing things. If you're just looking at, at stats and, and on the court or on the field, that would be the only one that I might be able to make an argument for but it would be a weak argument compared to chris paul
1: i agree i agree and ironically chris paul leads us into our team of the year which is uh three different ones this says phoenix suns but it's not just phoenix suns we actually made it the phoenix suns the arizona women's basketball team and the Phoenix Mercury for all getting to their respective championships. We throw the Rattlers in there, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't have a Rattlers podcast, so we'll just go ahead and talk <laughs> about wow, these basketball. Three. Yeah, it's,
0: Great year yeah. for basketball yeah, in Arizona. It, it's
1: all—it's the winner. It was clearly basketball, basketball this mm-hmm. this it's year awesome. for yeah, sure.
2: The, the basketball fans in in the state were treated to something that uh, that rarely is seen. Without how good uh, you know everybody played, I think it was the last time an NBA and a WNB team. In the same city, made the finals in their respective leagues was two thousand four. So it's not, not something that happens a lot. The Lakers and LA, Sparks, Lakers and Sparks. So, so look, uh, you know, it was a hell of a run. Hopefully, uh, you know, the Suns have started off well. Hopefully, mm-hmm. that continues. Uh, Merck uh, you know, looking for a coach, but but seemed to, uh, seemed to have the talent. And obviously, U of A ranked fourth
1: right now. You make it a C. in in, in both, and they're in the top ten in both men's and women's basketball, yeah. which is.
0: And I know, and I know we touched on this earlier, but (laughs) (laughs) I know we touched on this earlier, but to see two of three of those teams, like be women's teams and to see Mm -hmm. not just sports fans rally behind them, but all the other teams to Mm -hmm. see how the sun supported the mercury on their run. Like, it's just so great to see um, the support for women's sports because they deserve it. Not just when they're making it to the finals, but all the time. So just to see that this year for me was a highlight.
1: I agree. Um, it, it was just it was just so much fun, and that's what that's what sports is all about. These teams all gave us a lot of fun, and before we wrap this up, obviously we're going to get to our number one play of the year. And I, I before we play this, I just feel like this is one of those moments where you remember where you were at, you remember what you were doing, and you remember the feeling that you had when you watched this single moment, and this will forever go down as one of. Not only the iconic moments in Arizona sports history, but uh definitely, definitely in when you start to play like the top plays of all time in Arizona sports, this is gonna be right at the top. Also, the name. It yeah. just, it's yeah. just beautiful. Perfect. The Valley Oop. Let's go. Crowder looking, throws it. alley he puts it down. He puts it down.
4: Oh man. I
1: just I mean, Espo, you know, we did a podcast right after that. And we were all like, kind of not only excited, but also shocked. Like, what just happened here? Granted, the referees gave us like (laughs) 85,000 minutes to kind of reflect over it because they kept reviewing it a million times. But the vibe was immaculate. You look at it and the angle.
2: You didn't see it in that shot, but the angle that Jay Crowder had to make that pass at from the baseline. The fact that Monty knew – that that wouldn't be called a goaltending mm-hmm. because in an inbounds, that's not possible. Uh, Devin Booker setting the screen that frees Aiton up to it, to time that jump appropriately and Aiton timing that jump as immaculately as he did to finish it. That encapsulated what made the Suns so special. It was everybody working together, right? That was why that run was magical it's why they were good and that one play showcased all of it and then yeah and the wow factor I mean it is to win a game you know and inbound alley-oop they're trailing and and they pull that off and yes it's always great when you have a, a catchy name to go along with it as well
3: the angles kept getting better and better I remember they showed the first replay and you're like oh my god how did it even get there and then you saw the on social after it, there was another angle from the side and then there was the one from behind and you're like oh my <laughs> god what a perfect pass and my my dad i was watching with my dad my dad was being aspo because he immediately said there no that's not gonna count i'm like no the cylinder <laughs> it's not in play because oh i knew god. that too i was like it's not in play that this is going to count and especially that clippers team i mean it was just oh it was perfect it was the perfect phoenix suns moment at that time it was amazing
0: from a u of a grad <laughs> not grad <laughs> Just player, sorry. <laughs> Bear down. Maybe
1: someday you will be a grad. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, were you watching the game at that time? What, what was going on? With
0: um, you? I believe I was at Zips, which is where I watched pretty much every Suns playoff game this year. Except I did go to one. So, but I, yeah, I just like like we said, the community aspect, just being with everybody and the feeling, like you watched it on the court just now how everyone reacted how everyone ran like that feeling but just in a bar that feeling of just elation mm-hmm. and like what is happening mm-hmm. and you know going on social media and seeing all the angles there, there's that was just insane to are you. My,
1: the only disappointment i have about that is that i had the option to go to either game one or game two of the western conference finals i went to game one i got to see Devin booker drop like 41 <laughs> which was cool but damn i wish i was there for the value yeah. <laughs> that would have been so are you, awesome are
3: you guys uh get up and run around guys when something like that happens
1: because i Uh, you have to be i I am get up but i I don't run around i i
3: I got up and i sprint i did like three laps like a dog around my
1: (laughs) the last time i ever i got up and did anything like that was when the the packers were playing the cardinals in the playoffs and um michael adams blitzed off the corner and fumbled into the arms of carlos dansby Mm -hmm. and i had a bunch of packers fans i was living on base at the time i had a bunch of backers fans that lived in my area, and I ran out the door, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Yeah. Like I was so pumped. That's the last time I ran.
2: Out. I, I was I was there, and I had watched the game by myself for all but that final play. My wife was driving home with my daughter, listening to the game on the radio left the car in the middle of the street to get my daughter in <laughs> in time for the final play and i gotta watch it with her and her and i went nuts Aww, and that that's was awesome so, that's so I, that fun. made that moment really even more special
3: and right? a meme came out of it the stephen a smith reaction yes stephen a <laughs> yeah.
2: and uh and michael yeah. Wilbon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that was incredible open, spectacular <laughs>
1: incredible, incredible. Well, that was great uh, rehashing 2021 with you folks. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. You know, fun. Um, you know ca- catch us on PHNX at gophnx.com. Uh, please become a member. Join our family. We have a bunch of deals and specials for all, all our members. We got great content from everybody from Craig Morgan uh, to G- Gerald Bourget with our sons and, um, you know, and all the other riders, Johnny Venerable and such. Uh, they do a tremendous job covering. Johnny. And Johnny, <laughs> yeah. Uh, covering all, all the teams. Uh, And then join us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please love us or like us. I always like to say love. (laughs) Like us, subscribe to us and give like us a five-star rating on it. That's the
3: motherfucking love button. The, yeah, the you know, love like, button, man. Like it, love if there's a heart, love, it. love <laughs> it.
2: There you go. Look at the salt psyche. Please love us. <laughs> please, love please
1: love us. Please yeah, love us. I need hugs. Um, no, that's not true. No, no, I actually hate physical touch. You know? I always kick Espo every time it gets close to me. So, uh, But for for all of us here at PHX, thank you so much. and. Thank you jo- so much for joining us in 2021 as we launched this brand new company, which has been fantastic. And we've we've appreciated all the love, the merch, um, the support in the, the Arizona community. You can see our billboards around downtown now. Yes. That's even cooler. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you to the fans and all the support until next time on the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Bye bye. Peace.